Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Nog. Can you please discuss the topic in your show that is going to break up a friendship unless it's sorted out very soon? I hang around with four other girls and we regularly go out for coffees, etc. And last year we went on holidays together and we've been friends for years. Last week we went out for dinner and it came to head after the dinner and on WhatsApp. Let me explain. I work full-time, as does my husband, and we are currently renting and saving like crazy for a house for the last three years. As you know how difficult it is to afford to buy a house in Ireland these days. Anyway, one of the girls, who is a mother of a young seven-year-old child and lives in a nice three-bed house in North Dublin, is uh, constantly bragging about her financial situation. When I say bragging, she's always in new clothes, designer bags, and nothing seems to be out of her financial reach. She hasn't worked since she had the baby, that's seven years ago, obviously. Uh, she's getting the house she currently has on the HAP scheme and has two women renting rooms in the house that she lives in. She let slip, joking the other night, that she's making 1500 a month on renters and the house costs her nothing. On top of that, her boyfriend lives in the house and he works in construction. And I'm sure he's probably getting a lot of cash in hand. I tried working it out, uh, but on top of whatever she's getting from the social, she's getting rent tax-free and whatever his income is as well and living off the taxpayer. After the dinner the other night, one of my friends mentioned, did you hear what XXX said about uh, the money she's making? Fair play to her. I was livid and said, what do you mean fair play to her? And I got really angry and said that one of us should report her. My friend agreed but said that she wouldn't do it. And then the two other girls got involved in the group and said that they all agreed but they wouldn't do it either. They agreed what she was doing was wrong but none of them want to report her. I said it to my husband and he said, stay out of it. It wasn't my job to report her and let her at it. It's boiling my blood as I struggle for everything and work over 40 hours a week and can't afford what she has uh, for my children, all because I'm honest. I've decided to let it go because I don't want to fall out with everybody else, but it's eating me up inside and I feel I'm as bad as her for letting her do it, knowing about it and not doing anything about it. Please ease my guilt and talk about it on the show. Well, I don't know if we can ease your guilt or not or whether people would agree with you. So here's the situation. Her mate, or the girl she knows, um, is a single mum with her boyfriend living with her. That in its sense, itself cohabiting, by the way, without actually registering that with the social Department of Social Welfare is illegal, I think, if it's more than three days uh, per week. Isn't that the way it works? They define it as cohabiting if it's more than three days a week. He's clearly dodge because she says he works in construction and is getting cash. She's getting a HAP scheme, which is paying for the house, and on top of that, she's renting rooms out, which is so essentially subletting, which under the HAP scheme wouldn't be allowed. Um, so she's renting out two rooms for 1500 So she's making a stream of cash, obviously, for 1500 a month on top of her social welfare, on top of whatever else she's getting, her allowances, back to school allowance, all that other stuff, whatever she's getting. And she's also getting the house paid for, so it's costing her nothing. It's nice, isn't it? You know, it'd be, we'd all love that. But would you report her? What she's doing is completely illegal, by the way. It's considered to be fraud. But would you report her? That's the question I want to ask you. If you were in that situation, would you report them? Or would you say, ah, not my job to report them. Let them go. Let them at it. It's kind of Irish thing, isn't it? You know, snitches get stitches, etc. So let me know what you think. The number is 086... Oh, sorry, 87 188 That's 87. I nearly gave out my own phone number there. 87 188 That's 87 188 in that situation, what would you do? 
would you report somebody who you knew was blatantly abusing the system? Now, I'm not talking about your gardener, you know, cutting your grass for 15 quid cash or your plumber coming around and fixing something for 40 quid. I'm talking about somebody blatantly abusing the social welfare system. Would you report them? Sharon, you're in Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Sharon? Hi, Niall. I was just sending that lovely man and his wife love and life. Mm. God love him. It must be terrifying for him. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I mean, Please imagine God, yeah. imagine knowing the one you love is, whatever, I don't know, 20 miles away in a hospital just that they're having a stroke in a very serious condition and you can't even be there to hold their hand. That must be terrible. Yeah, absolutely. I was in hospital for a month and there wasn't one day my husband didn't come, mm-hmm. even though it was the other side of town. Yeah. And that support is so important. Of course it is. It's important uh, for, for your he well-being. He was nearly worse than yeah. me. Yeah. He was, like, people were looking at him going, oh my God, you know, yeah. it really affected him. So that poor guy, you know, yeah. please God, he will get, he will get um, in soon. Okay. Well, I'll keep him in my prayers anyway. Getting back to the reason that you're on. Um, okay. Yeah. So in relation to, say, this particular story, just to remind people again, because it's been so, it's been a half an hour since I mentioned the story. So she's in a group of four, five friends and one of her friends, so-called inverted commas, that they go out for coffees and holidays with, uh, is getting a house off the government on a half scheme. She's a single parent, has her boyfriend living with her seven-year-old uh, seven child, and she's renting out two rooms and boasting about the fact she makes 1500 in cash for the two rooms. She rents out, and the house costs her nothing because it's on a half scheme. And um, basically, she's, I suppose, living off the state illegally. Um, and she's kind of in a quandary as to what she should do with it. And I think she did say at the end of the email, she resigned herself to the fact she's going to do nothing about it because her husband said to stay out of it. Um, but what would you do? Well, what I would do is it's it's very toxic for something to eat you up, and it's it it wouldn't rest easy with me to snitch on someone. It just wouldn't wouldn't be the way that I'd want to go about it because mm-hmm. it just wouldn't sit well with me. But what I would do is um, write a letter to the state because it needs to stop with this generation now. It has gone down through the generations. A Christmas carol was on there over Christmas, you know, where the man got to look back at his life. Yeah. If the people who do this could only see the families that struggle, really struggle and really need the state's help, maybe they wouldn't do those things. But, but, but aren't we, aren't we human beings and it's kind of every man for himself or every woman yeah, for so themselves? Yeah, the government, the government are allowing us. Yeah. They are allowing us. You know, so there needs to be... Um, some kind of new legislation put in, brought in, and there need to be stricter checks on all of that. So what? Sure so, that now at the moment, really if yeah. you're caught uh, involved in social welfare fraud, which is it is fairly widespread, um, if you're caught at the moment, the chances are that you will be brought into a social welfare office, or well, not, probably not at the moment, you'll be given a letter uh, and asked to pay it back, right? How much money you owe, or whatever it is. That's the worst that's probably going to happen to you. On a rare occasion, we'll often see it in the news, they might bring somebody to court. They don't do that all the time because it was too expensive and it would cost too much money in administration to keep doing it to everybody who gets caught. So they're happy enough to try and get the money back if they can, usually at a tenner a week or something like yeah. that. Um, but you believe there should be stricter fines and stricter enforcement? Stricter enforcement, yeah. Maybe fines, I'm, I'm not sure. But I just think this thing needs to be looked at from another angle, tackled from another angle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just snitching on someone, it's not going to stop the whole culture of it. And it needs to be just stopped from the roots because it's gone on too long. And we all know people like that. We all do. And um, 
I, I don't, know, I don't want to suggest that we get into a culture of snitching on each other either because, you know, no. I, I have no problem, for example, with the guy who will come to fix your sink who makes 40 quid every now and again and, you know, puts a little bit of extra food on the table if he's out of work or the odd job man who cuts your grass for 20 quid or whatever. I have no, that's, I have no issue with that because I think if we start to go down that route, we're getting petty, right? But, but if somebody is blatantly abusing the system. Yeah, then they need to be stopped and they need to be... Um, held accountable, and I'm, I don't know how that would work. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind getting into the, mm. the the high places to discuss it and debate it. But anyway, see, it's, it, 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 I think it winds like people up. The problem is when you see this young girl yeah. and her husband, and they're renting at the moment, obviously, and they're trying to save to buy a house, and she's obviously struggling. Um, and like, like most people, the middle class or the squeezed middle, as they call them. Uh, who are working 40 hours a week and so is their husband and the wife are both working trying to make ends meet. And then they see somebody else getting everything for nothing. That winds people up, doesn't it? It does. Well, if she would like to, you know, contact me or, you know, get a bunch of people together to sit, discuss it, debate it and see what can be done about it, she will feel a lot better, Mm -hmm. you know, than, than just... God, I don't want it to be eating her up because that is not, that's poison. And it's not her poison, it's somebody else's poison, yeah. you know? And uh, if she could do it in a positive way, then that's going to, that's, she's going to maybe affect change somehow. Yeah, because the last paragraph says it all. She said, I've decided to let it go because I don't want to fall out with everybody, but it's eating me up and I feel I'm as bad as her for letting her do it and knowing about it. Please ease my guilt and talk about it on your show. Well, get, get together with like-minded people. Mm. You know, with people who feel the same as yourself, form some sort of a group. Do we have a civic responsibility to report somebody? We do, we do have a civic responsibility for everything mm. in life. It's just how we go about it, yeah. going about things the right way, I think. Without being a curtain twitcher. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we don't want to turn, we've seen that over the last two years, nation of curtain twitchers, so we don't, we don't we want, want to be curtain really twitchers. really achieve anything, <laughs> no. I don't, doesn't really achieve no. anything. No, well, stay, just stay there for a second, because we're going to go to Nicholas as well. Nicholas, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Nicholas, Sharon has a very level-headed response to it, which is, you know, trying to affect change rather than picking on one individual to report them. Is mm-hmm. that the right way to go about this? Yeah, I tend to agree with her. Um, you know, the, the only problem is that it's it's happening so often, and I've heard it so so very often. Um, now, the problem with it is that I'm currently renting in Kildare Town, um, okay. and for anybody that knows that area, it is exorbitantly expensive, um, and 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 I don't qualify for HAP, obviously, because everybody can hear that I'm from South Africa. Um, and how long are you living here? Uh, I'm here. I'm here just under five years now, to and, be honest. Um, and you still don't um, qualify, no? We still don't qualify, no. No, okay. no we don't. Okay. Um, you know, and then, then you hear about people that are obviously abusing the HAP system. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, I just don't think that's very fair. No, I mean, she's, I was clearly abusing it. She's, she's getting a HAP. Uh, she has a three-bedroom yeah. house in North Dublin, which I'm sure is expensive. And the maximum HAP you can get in Dublin, I think, is about 1800 It's You can get quite a lot. Anyway, and is she's pay, charging two, two renters 1500 a month cash. So not only is she getting the house paid for, That's but she's making... That's the ma- bit that really gets me. Mm. Sorry to yes. Yeah, she's That's making money out of it. Absolutely yeah. agreed with that, yeah. yeah. So that, 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 that in itself is fraud, because you're not allowed to sublet when you're on HAP, as far as I know. You're not allowed that to That is sublet. correct. Yeah. Yeah. So if Nicholas got together 
with that girl who is feeling the same way, you know, and, and I would be of like mind as well. You know, that's mm. the way that we will change things. Only people, not governments, will, yeah. will yes. people pushing the governments will ever affect change, I think. See, We're I, talking yeah. about it so long now and nothing has changed. I know Leo Varadkar did attempt to do something about all this going back about four years ago there when he was uh, Minister for Social Protection at the time. Um, do you remember that famous sign he yeah. stood there? What was it? That, yeah. they're I stealing, remember that. They're stealing from you or whatever it is. whatever. Yeah. And people right. went crazy and said, oh my God, you're promoting snitches. You can't be doing that. And people went yeah. a bit, you know, the, the kind of socialists went a bit mad. Yeah. Now, I don't believe that was his intention. I believe he no. was just trying to stop social welfare fraud. Absolutely. Well, not, not, not only stop the fraud in that now, but we as taxpayers in that are basically, in a net effect, actually paying for that person's hap. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, of course you are. 25 million in Dublin alone per month, as far as I know, is paid out on the hap scheme. Exactly. I mean, so, and by the way, most people on hap absolutely deserve it. Uh, and they need it, and they need the help. You know, when you when you're falling through the cracks and you're struggling, and you're you know you're trying to make ends meet. Of course, you need the help. Yeah. And, and the government. Nobody would disagree with that. Yeah. Of course, yeah, no, the absolutely. genuine people that that need mm-hmm. it should get it. But if this is going to change, then the heads need to get together. And I don't mean the government heads. I mean heads like Nicholas, and who sounds like a very, you know, smart young guy, and mm-hmm. um, and the girl who brought it to the attention as well. People like them. You know, mm-hmm. and I suppose myself as well, because I'm very, I am, I have become very civic minded and this is a great platform to discuss things. But I would love to do more than just discuss it. I would love, love to get involved in these things. Have you ever thought about getting involved in politics, Sharon? <laughs> I never have, but I suppose I could do it now. I would have the time to look into well, it Well, you now. certainly wouldn't be joining a socialist party if you wanted to do something about that, because as far as the socialists are concerned, everybody can just have everything for nothing. <laughs> and nobody I would think ever. we need a new party now. <laughs> we, I think a we whole do. new party. <laughs> I think we do. We yeah. have you and Nicholas. Myself, Nicholas and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicholas, and, what, what's, and the reason you're looking for HAP at the moment is things not too good. I don't want to pry too much into your personal life. But I mean, I know it's expensive to rent. It's expensive to purchase. I, you, know, are you married or what? Are you, what's your situation? Yeah, I'm married. So I'm, I'm married for um, almost sixteen years, okay. and uh, my my wife is on a South African passport, um, and I have two um, two children. Okay. Uh, my my son is ten, and my daughter's fourteen, and it's it's not cheap to to send your kids to school and no. you know uniforms and books and all the rest of it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, and myself and my wife are both working full time. Um, there was a stage where during the pandemic, I was actually doing um, deliveries on Fridays and Saturdays. Just to make ends meet, yeah. Make it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's no, it's not easy. I, and I don't know if anybody else is feeling this at the moment. And friends I've spoken to are feeling it. Like, I earn a decent wedge in here, okay? Right. It's, I mean, I'm not Joe Duffy. I'm not getting a half a million a year. But, but I earn, you know, a good wage. Um, yeah. But yet, even at the end of the month, I find that I'm nearly skint. You know, I, I find that over the last six or seven months, money is just bleeding out of my account. I mean, energy yeah. bills have gone up, diesel has gone up, everything yeah. that you're paying for has gone up, even simple things like your Spotify or your Netflix and all that. They're all putting their prices up constantly all the time. And I think That's people right. are feeling the pinch. They really are watching oh, their yeah. wages empty out of their bank accounts much quicker than Absolutely. before. And the petrol Absolutely. is going up. Yeah, everything. And... 
I use candles at night time. I, I, don't, I don't use harsh lights because I don't like them. I just light candles in every room. Not light them, sorry. Oh, very I romantic, Sharon. Very romantic. <laughs> I use the battery. Well, I find it very soft. Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah. And, you know, if we ever have a power cut, I would advise everybody to get plenty of batteries and plenty of your candles, candles in because they have said we're going to have power cuts. Yeah. But, Just don't burn the house down. All right, okay. like, no, don't, no <laughs> electric candles. No, no the battery candles. <laughs> yeah. no, don't, don't be lighting candles. Jesus, no. Do you remember but, the old days when there was a power cut? Your mother would go into the press and she'd get out those long white candles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you'd, and you'd be, as a child, you'd be, del- you'd be excited by all this. And you would say, I need, to, I need to go to the toilet. Can I bring a candle with me? And drop a bit of the wick into the saucer to make it stick. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we would use candles in South Africa for a different reason. It's called load shedding, where they'd actually switch your electricity off in that because of um, the, yeah. the amount of electricity being used in the country. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so to reduce the load, they just, uh, they just intentionally cut it off every now and again. Oh. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, at least twice a day. Well, I tell you, Sharon's just brought back great memories. I'm sure everybody around the country remembers <laughs> that. Back, if you go back to the 70s here, Nicholas, we had huge problems with constant power cuts all the time. It was when the population was growing, of course, and the demand for electricity was increasing. Right. And any bit of bad weather, we'd lose electricity. Unless, of course, you were connected to the local hospital, which the top of our road was. We were always jealous of them. But you would get your white candles, you would light it pour a drop of it onto a flat saucer <laughs> not even like a bowl to be safe yeah. a flat saucer and then stick yeah. the candle on the wax and hope it wouldn't <laughs> fall off and set the house on fire <laughs> well thankfully now we have battery candles we and do. a beautiful array of them okay. you can get so many listen thank you Sharon I have, to, I have to cut you off a little bit short here because I have to go to a break Nicholas thank you very much indeed and I wish you well Nicholas and I hope you get on well with you and your missus uh, and Sharon thank you very much indeed yes but keep texting keep whatsapping would you snitch and don't forget if you are thinking of getting a new car by the way hybrid diesel petrol drop into Hyundai Dundrum.ie alright drop into the showrooms or go onto the website there and have a look at the latest range Bevan you're an Ireland's classic kid say to him Bevan good night and yourself good now Bevan would you report somebody if they were blatantly defrauding the system Absolutely, I would. Would you? Yes. Yeah, and would you absolutely. get great pleasure out of it? It's not great pleasure I get out of it. It's um, it's a civic duty to report it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I don't know if people realise, but it's you, it's the taxpayers that's paying for this. Oh, well, of course it is. Yes, it's it's costing yeah. billions every year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you wouldn't be afraid of any repercussions. Now, I know you can do it anonymously. They they do have, if you go onto the yeah. Department of Social Welfare's website, you can anonymously report somebody. You can, yeah. No, I wouldn't have any, because like this, this is, people are giving out about the government. Like, I work for a government department. I'm not going to say which one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, people are giving out about the government not doing enough for it. They can't if people don't report it. Yeah. I mean, you can't be everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, it, it, we have to be. I mean, it's like I suppose you know, if you're walking down the road and you see a burglar climbing into your neighbour's window, you know, you don't blame the yeah. police and say, "Why can't the police be there all the time?" You ring exactly. the police and you say, "Listen, there's a burglar going into somebody's window." It's the same thing. It's a it's a law yeah. that's been broken, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, so yeah. it's a civ- as far as you're concerned, a civic duty. Well, stay there, just stay there, Bevan, because Morris, okay. you're an Ireland's classic. It's Morris. You wouldn't agree. Um, listen, I, I think we're all being taken for a ride on this one, Niall. What do you mean? Because I'll tell you why. Um, I was listening to you when you read out uh, all the information about the email at the start, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's bragging that she has a partner, a seven-year-old child, 
and two rooms rented out. So has she got a four bedroom house or a three bedroom no, but house? No, she, she could have the child in the she could have the child in the room with herself. No, you wouldn't have a seven year old in in the room with a well, partner. And all, well, and all the adult stuff. Well, I on. don't. Maybe he's sleeping on a sofa bed and they've converted another room or something. I don't know the person's circumstances. So, but she does say she's renting two rooms out. So four adults. Now, I don't know when, now, I get the impression the boyfriend is not living there full time, but maybe living there most of the time. I think she's, I think they're winding your woman up. I really do. I think it's a wind up to get under her skin because she's always saying how hard she has it. Right, okay, so you think your woman's just winding her up? I definitely think so. Saying, but but would you do that? Would you say I'm renting out two rooms in my house to wind See, somebody up? If you up? knew you were going to wind her up and get under everybody's skin and have them ringing yeah, but she, but, Yeah, but she, she does say in the email that she constantly like has designer clothes. Money never seems to be an issue. Yet she yeah. hasn't worked in seven years. I don't know anybody that would pay 750 quid for a room in a house. Ah, uh, Morris, Morris. Now, seriously. In Dublin. In Dublin. 354 in the most. Depends on the house. Depends on the location. You would pay 700 quid for it. I hope it's not a conspiracy, right? That they're all winding this girl up. To be honest with you, she she should be getting on with her life. Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll answer the question either way. Whether you believe that it's some sort of conspiracy or she's just winding her mate up. If it was a situation where she was doing that, would you report her? If you knew No, we wouldn't. You know why? Because we were all born with free will. And whatever you decide to do, whether it's right or wrong, you will... Ah, Morris, that's not the answer. I mean, you're, you're, a man, you're a man who looks for justice, right? And if somebody, for example, if you knew somebody assaulted somebody, yeah. be it sexually or physically or whatever, you'd, you'd report them, wouldn't you? Ah, uh, listen, I'm talking about financial gain. Still a law. And begrudgery. It's still There's a fraud. A so what, so what? email coming in on this one. Ah, oh, she shouldn't have this and she shouldn't have that. People are too busy getting involved in other people's lawyers and not looking after their own home. Well, Be- well, well, hang on, Bevan, has he got a point that we should mind our own business? No, it's not begrudgery. Like, if everyone wants to do it, the country will be broke. Well, yeah, if everybody was to break the law like that, you mean, and defraud the system, the country yeah, would be broke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, listen, the country is broke. So we owe $250 billion. The next well, can you imagine how worse it would be if everyone was defrauding the system? Well, listen, who bailed out the banks? The working class man. I'm 40 years of my job this year. And they keep putting their hand into me pockets every year, every day. And I have to, you know, but when I retire in four or five years' time, I'm bailing out this country because I owe it nothing. All it's still is taking the grandchildren away from me and my future because the banks got on the backs of the working class people and they laughed at us when we bailed them out. And now every man, woman and child in this country will end up on a million pounds to outside agencies for bailing us out of trouble. And who walks away with the big pensions? The politicians. So why is everybody going after a woman that's making a few extra bob for herself? She has to live with the consequences. And if she gets caught, she's caught. Okay, on that note, Bevan, Morris, thank you very much indeed. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.